He is only as strong as his tricky armor. But I'm the greatest marksman in the world. With a few gimmicks and a jazzy costume, I could be just as great. Even greater. Sure, why not? Later, a brooding craftsman toils in his home workshop. I'll have a rig that nobody will ever forget. Costume and weapons. Arrows with special tips for every purpose. But I never miss. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking? Less. I wanna buckle up, baby. Smash you. Hey guys, you ever see that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? They got your weakened feet covered. And you? Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 277, the Gobble Gobble episode. Guys, let's get basted. Yep, it's going to be one of those episodes. I'm Raj Dolanshahi. It's already starting. It's a Thanksgiving tradition where we do. No, no, we, we really never done any dad jokes, but hey, starting this year. We, we do dad jokes, but not we, like specifically themed for Thanksgiving. I'm Mirage. Boo, how you doing, buddy? I'm 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 doing good. I'm doing good. You're shaking your head. I don't know why. Les, how you doing? <laughs> I'm I'm baked. I mean, not based. I'm basted. I'm good. You're you're basted. King, all Tom, of the above. Yeah. King of all pods. What's up, buddy? I did not sign up for this <laughs> Thanksgiving dad joke marathon. <laughs> no, I'll slow them down. I'll slow them down. Luckily for the listeners, they didn't get to hear a couple of the other ones that I just did. But um, and luckily oh, they for, will, they will for Eric, for Eric and Randy who got here a little bit later. They didn't get to hear it either. So you guys, you're welcome, guys. That's what they're thankful for. They didn't have to hear my shit. Eric, what's up, buddy? <laughs> Man, everything and nothing, dude. I'm finally got a couple days off work, and boy, oh boy, do I need it. Oh, I hear you. Randy, what's up, my man? What's up? I didn't I didn't believe it at first, but you know what? Let's get basted. Yes, see? That's what I'm talking about. Let's all get basted. Ah, let's gobble till we wobble. Ooh, that's not good either. Let me let me start with uh let me start with Eric here. Eric, what's up, bud? How are you doing? I know you have two days off or a few days off now, but how's everything else? Man, but things are neat. My band played a gig at, and this is how I knew. You know how I bet famous people think this all the time. They look back when the moment that they knew they finally made it, right? Yeah. For me, it was this Saturday, past Saturday, where I played a gig in a bar that was converted from a tractor trailer tire shop. <laughs> and that's when I knew, <laughs> yep, 
I'm looking out there at that sea of 20 people. It's funny for a crowd that size. I've never seen so many meth heads in my life. Just per oh, capita. Wow, really? And yeah, here <laughs> you want me to tell you a pretty dark story? Yes. So this guy treat. comes up after we're done. And it's look, here's the deal. It's a four hour gig, three hours and 15 minutes of which we are actively playing our asses off. You know what I mean? And so we're, it's time to tear down. This guy comes up and starts talking to our drummer going on about this Bon Jovi song and how he will pay us a thousand dollars if we'll play it because, and he starts telling this big story about his girlfriend dying in his arms and all this stuff. And it's like, Oh my God, dude, I just want to, uh, what? So he starts telling our singer this and Joe is like one of the best business people ever. He's nodding. He goes, look, man, this is just too fucking heavy for me right now. You're going to have to go. <laughs> We're running a professional, you, but fuck off. We're running a profession counseling service on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Bedside manners tops. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Oh, dude. What song was out? it? Nobody needs Wait, to let, let me Let me guess. Let me guess what song it was. Was it Runaway? No. Damn it. I, I, prayer, then. It was maybe Never Say Goodbye or something. Oh. Did I ever tell you guys the Grand Funk Railroad story? No. This sounds familiar, okay. but go on. My previous You're supposed to go job... to a concert that nobody took you? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Unless it's a repressed memory. No. Yeah. Somebody uh, picked him I... up and said, good news, King Tom. <laughs> We're going to see... Uh, Grand Funk Railroad, and though you got there, and it was goddamn Brownsville Station. <laughs> <laughs> my my previous job, we had a booth at the Ohio State Fair. You walk into like the big air conditioned building. We were right there, and people thought that we were the information desk. So, this woman comes up, and that night, Grand Funk Railroad was playing a free concert, and she's on a little rascal, one of those rascal scooters. She wheels up, and she goes to me. I need something from you. I'm like, okay. My husband, he has two weeks to go. Oh. He really wants to go to the Grand Funk Railroad concert. Can you nice. make it happen? <laughs> and I'm like fighting back laughter. And I, I, I imagine there's an information booth over there. May, they may be able to help you get into the free Grand Funk Railroad concert tonight. Oh, man. Oh. That's his like last wish is to see Grand Funk yep. Railroad. Yep. He should have just just went earlier then. <laughs> I mean, just, just left this world <laughs> earlier. If that's that your was wish, the best. <laughs> I mean, if that if was that's your last wish, just just head he up there. Went right? earlier. Just right, just go. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding for all you Grand Funk Railroad fans. Well, sure for people like, that are about to die. Yeah, there's like eight people. <laughs> there's seven now. There's seven. Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 man. What? Oh, 
this has already started off well. Gosh, last week was so, we were missing Les and we were missing Randy. And it was such a like informative <laughs> podcast. We had Sal on. We, we just stayed focused. This is already off the rails. It's great. Oh, my God. I listened to your guys' show last week. You sure about I that? Felt, I felt bad. <laughs> I listened to it. I was like, I shouldn't be on this show. They do too much when I'm not around. Like, you guys yeah, sounded yeah. like a good show. I know we sounded like a good. That's what I said afterwards. I said we actually sounded like a really good podcast. We were like deep diving into stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was something, yeah. man. I was blown away. Yeah. The whole time. Charts, <laughs> graphs, the whole deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah no, you know what, Eric? Good. I was thinking about you today and your band because I was listening to a song that I think that you guys should play because I was I played it for Malik for the first time. He loved it. Boo! This is one of Boo's favorite songs. ACDC, Let There Be Rock. Do you, have you guys ever played that? No, we haven't. We have toyed the with the idea of basically doing like a whole ACDC medley. Oh, wow. Because the songs are like similar tempos a lot of times. And uh, yeah. it would really work out. Because we do one for Motley Crue that's just a banger, man. Right. People love it. But we, we've done um, Thunderstruck. We do Hell's Bells currently. Uh, we used to do Ooh. Have a Drink on Me. Um, you shook me all night long, except Joe couldn't remember the words to it. <laughs> and uh, I think that was it. But Let There Be Rock is an excellent choice. Well, I would love to hear you shred on that that part where he does like the the old style Chuck Berry solo. Uh-huh. You know, oh, that'd be rad. You can shred on that one. I was thinking about that driving because uh, Malik made me play it three times in a row, which I was stoked about. Dude, your kid rules. Yeah, except for afterwards, he, he wanted to hear Rolling in the Deep by Adele multiple times. So, <laughs> you know, he's got pretty much the same musical choices, uh, taste that I do. That's a good uh, song. It is a great song. I, I'm, a, I'm a big Adele fan, dude. So She's I don't know great. if I've mentioned this, but I really like Taylor Swift. And she had done her re-recording of Red, which I've talked about now. Yes, yes. Before. But, uh, dude, the more I listen to it, it is a really good record. <laughs> Red or Rolling in the one that Rolling in the Deep is? 21. Red. Or 18. Taylor's or version. It's the actual official name of it on SoundScan. Um, <coughs> is it Ta Taylor Swift's version or just says Taylor's version? It's Red, Taylor's version. Oh, that's cool. That's G. Yeah, because she actually owns the masters for this. Yeah, but what's that's cool, cool about it is they took more liberties with between the original recordings. Where when she did Fearless, it was like painstakingly, meticulously imitating every track as exact as possible. With oh. this, they did some different stuff. The song structure is okay. the same and everything, but just some production choices, instrumentation choices. And she, you know, our friend Chris Fresh put up a tweet the other day about how it's the longest number one in length, longest number one song in history. Now it beat November rain, correct? In Australia yeah, for streaming. Oh, in Australia. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty I, sure. I think I saw so someone retweeted Don McLean congratulating her. So I'm guessing it beat American pie, mm. which yeah. might've held the record over here or something. Took my Chevy to the levee. The best thing about that song is when it's done and you don't have to hear it anymore. Yeah, I don't like that song. Yeah, yeah that's a song you have to be extremely drunk and be day drinking <laughs> at a bar to listen to. And like, oh, yeah, took my Chevy to the levee. Loved it. 
And then some jackass next to you goes, you know what the song's about, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, no, Araj. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is that is me. And then I would say, listen, man, I'd love for you to tell me what that song's about. But what I really want to know is where'd you get that dope ass Terry Cloth shirt? Ah, man, I went on a deep dive trying to find that shirt at my mom's house. Couldn't find it. I think she's using it to like wipe off dishes or something now. Oh, you guys had a really good it. show last week. <laughs> Yeah, let's get into this show, guys. Let's just try to stay structured. Is everybody doing well? Boo, you're doing okay. We celebrated Thanksgiving last Saturday. It was great. Um, Sunday, Boo yeah. was there. Brittany was there. Rusty Brown was there. Family. We uh, got basted. It was good times. Oh, yeah. And anytime I can have more than one Thanksgiving, I am uh, I'm all game for it. Yes, that's really cool. We're heading to Las Vegas for our traditional Thanksgiving Vegas trip. So that starts tomorrow. Um, King Tom, you're spending Vegas with your family. Do Vegas cooking with yourself. my family? Excuse me. I was burping when I said that. You're spending Thanksgiving with your family. Yeah, it's uh, just us. You know, everyone else, uh, the extended family is like going away. So, And my wife has to work. And I'm, I'm starting my new job next week. So we're just staying close. And just going to make some steak cool. and do whatever we want awesome. to do. That sounds fucking awesome. Unless you're in charge of the mac and cheese. That's all you have to say right there. We'll leave it at that. That's it. And Randy, how's it? What are you gonna? How are you gonna celebrate your Thanksgiving, buddy? I'm gonna just get basted, hang out with the family, just <laughs> regular old stuff, man. Love it, love it. Eric, you're gonna hang out with the big fam, dude. My dad comes over, and my stepmom, and uh, yeah, my Amanda. I looked over my shoulder to make sure she wasn't there. Amanda <laughs> asked me if her sister could come over for Thanksgiving, and I said that was a firm no. <laughs> firm no. That's great. All she right, can come well, over the I, next day. Yeah, just don't fuck with my Thanksgiving. Just don't come over. And, I told, I said, you know, the last thing I need. I already got one loudmouth know-it-all in the house when my dad's here. The last thing I need is another one. Right. <laughs> Maybe they'll cancel That's each awful. other out. Oh my gosh, dude! My she would get on my dad's nerves so bad. Actually, he would be super cool about it. I'm just not in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> I just no firm no. Yeah. Well, I think we should get into this. Uh, there's a lot of Star Wars talk. There was a premiere of a Marvel show that came out, two episodes, and we have some other stuff. So um, let's get into the box office, guys. Ghostbusters Afterlife, $44 million, number one. Turns out there's still life in those proton packs after all. Okay. Eternals, $11.1 million. King Richard, $5.4 million. Dune, $3.2 million. Randy, that wasn't my line. That was from boxofficemojo.com. So, well, they seem to be fucking listening to the show. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk a little Ghostbusters. Did anybody see Ghostbusters? I did not. Unfortunately, I wanted to badly. Didn't get the chance to see it. King Tom, I know you huh? saw it. Boo, did you see it? No, I didn't see Ghostbusters. So, so King Tom is the only one that saw it. That's a damn shame. King Tom, give us your non-spoilery quick review. Uh, um, it's it feels like they're trying to restart the franchise, oh, okay. uh, and 
I would I would say they did a good job of it. There were some things in the story that I was iffy on, and something near the end of the movie that when it happened, I'm like, this is not what I want to see. But then at the same time, what they did went a different way than I thought, so I was fine with it. Um, but it it was funny. The cast was was great. Um, there were obviously callbacks. Um, but I was, for the most part, I was fine with them. Um, and it, you know, I saw it with my daughter. She loved it. And it it kind of made me feel like I was a kid again in a way. Well, there you go. Um, it, it was a little bit weird taking them out of New York or taking the Ghostbusters concept out of New York. Um, but they had a story wise, they had a good reason for it. Okay. So yeah, uh, I'd say I'd say it was good. I'm curious to see where they go from here, because um, there there are end credit scenes, mid and end credits. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So you give it the Sithless seal of approval. Yes. Okay. I like it. Cool. I'm excited to see it. I want to see it. And if it if it makes you feel young again, I mean, I think that's exactly what they were trying to do. So right. I heard it's very nostalgia heavy. So um, if you're into that, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, but it it moves with that nostalgia. It's not like this is what we did all those years ago when it was so you know great. It's like this is what happened and this is how it affects things now. Or we're moving, ah. you know, we're adding this slant to something that happened. Okay, cool. Right on. Randy, do you, do you watch anything at all? No, I didn't watch it. There's a lot of things I want to watch, but I didn't get around to anything this week, unfortunately. Yeah, me too. Uh, the only two things I did watch was um, Succession, like always. It's getting crazier and crazier. And it seems like the show is getting more popular and pop uh, as every episode goes by. People, More people are talking about it. More people are actually watching it, so it's great news. Um, and then, obviously, The Circle. I'm deep into season two, Randy, of The Circle. I got a few more episodes into it as well a couple weeks ago. Yes, yes. So um, there you are. So Definitely not advising anybody to watch season? it. Yeah. I think, uh, I think this season, like you said earlier, there's a little bit more gimmicky. But mm. I'm starting to dig um, the characters. It was hard for me to, to latch on to these characters. But not characters, actually. It's real human beings. Um, but yeah, it's cool. It's a real great show to put on in the background. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Not my favorite season though, so far. No, no, I, I agree. Succession though, guys, please uh, give it a give it a chance and uh, go, at least watch two or three episodes, and it will hook you in after the second or third episode. Because <laughs> I think Randy watched a couple, and he's like out. It's like nope. Yeah, I, it was. I can awesome. hang with it, man. Right. But I didn't give it a fair chance. Right. It's okay. It's all right. Uh, Les, you watch anything? Yeah, I started. Uh, Showtime has a new series called Yellow Jackets. Oh, okay. And uh, it's present day, based in present day, but apparently uh, an all, all, all girls high school soccer team on the eve of their memorable state championship run, they end up crashing in the middle of like the Canadian Rockies or something like that. In the oh, mountains, shit. and it gets real Lord of the Flies real fucking quick. Oh, no. 
does it get a little alive situation? That's uh, more like Blair Witch. Oh, alive, shit. all that, all that stuff. Yeah, it gets real. Gets really, really cool real fast. See that you just sold me on that show right now. That sounds rad. Yeah, uh, got some uh, some old um, some familiar faces in it too. Christina Ricci and uh, oh, uh, what's that? Juliette Lewis. Juliette Lewis. Yeah. Wow, and Christina Ricci. Yeah, oh, that's that's phenomenal. Okay, great on Showtime. Yes. Showtime stepping it up. Well done. So if you watch uh, Dexter, they block. They have it blocked with the newest Dexter. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So and I heard that's phenomenal, by the way, for you yeah, Dexter fans who are so pissed off at the last season. I heard this is actually helping the situation. Uh, uh, Boo, did you watch anything? Yeah, I watched, watched a couple of things. Uh, still watching Narcos. Uh, Brittany and oh, I have been binging shit, that pretty strong. That. Damn it. Yeah. yeah so uh, just we just started season three. Um, just started season three. Pablo's dead. Spoiler oh, warning. The, the, the uh, Diego Luna. No, 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 no. We're still in, in Colombia. We haven't gotten to Mexico yet. That's, that's a compass. That's a compass. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, so, gotcha. So, so we started from the beginning and then I watched uh, a couple episodes of Cowboy Bebop. Uh, oh yes. I didn't see that. Live Damn action. Uh, live How action is that? Version. How is that? So a lot of people, a lot of people have been unhappy with it. Oh, I disagree. I, I dig it. I like it. Um, it feels it feels like the anime feels like the show. Um, the music choices are perfect. Um, I think the characters are great. I don't I don't see I don't see what the the animosity is towards it. It might not be like a a complete retelling of the, of the show. I don't know what people are expecting. The first episode they picked to actually show was great. Uh, it, it was a little fan servicey. But they had to, you know, kind of be like, look, this is what we're doing. You get this, you get this, look at this. You're going to be okay for the rest of the, you know, rest of the season kind of thing. That's the feel mm-hmm. that I got. Cause the next episode was, uh, it, it, it wasn't a filler. It wasn't a filler, but you know, it, it, it was just more character development and stuff like that. And you know, you get that the first couple episodes. I heard that people were kind of upset cause there's this overarching bad guy in one of the characters, pasts that re- reemerges and uh mm-hmm. people were upset at how quickly that was implemented mm-hmm. and in my feel about that i was like this is a different it's not it's the same show but it's a different show you got to do things a bit differently you you have to you have to have an end goal kind of thing i don't know and, and hopefully hopefully it doesn't end you know season one kind of goal thing but uh i dug it i thought it was great the action's good um and this is one intro that I will never skip. <laughs> that oh, that really? skip intro button, uh, yeah, because it is exactly the same intro as it was in the anime, just oh, with you cool. know, the, the live action characters. Oh, right. I love the song, the art style, everything. So yeah, oh. so that is one intro I will never skip. All the other ones are are gone anyway. So yeah, cool. but, yeah. <laughs> so I I recommend the show. I dig it. I might be a little bit biased, but I thought I thought it was great. And Les, you saw episodes at all? Yeah, I saw the first episode. It's it's yeah, fine. Yeah. I okay. see no cool. issue with it. Uh, if it's an adaptation, so it is going to be a complete. If anything is going to be as close to the material as possible, that's all it is. So it's panel for panel. If you look at it, 
Like it is some people think the tone is better in the animation than it mm-hmm. is in live action, but appreciate the effort. Right. And and some of the action scenes, I, I heard that people were complaining of the choreography or it seems a little no, weird no or anything like that. I thought it was great. And it's a different feel. You and it anime has a different I don't know, especially with the style that they chose for the for the original anime is just kind of you take certain liberties because it's you know it's anime. So in order to put that into live action, you gotta get, get a little give and take here, folks. So you, you can't expect the same kind of thing. But I, I thought the characters were great. Yeah, I I dig it a lot. So all right, cool. I'm gonna check it out. I, I know nothing about the anime, so um, well, the anime and the live action are like on it. Netflix right now. So if yeah, I would recommend watching the anime, getting a feel. You don't have to watch it all, but you have to watch a few a few episodes to get a feel for the mm. show, and then you can okay. probably go into the live action. Okay, cool. All right. I think we should uh, dive into uh, some Star Wars. I know there's a ton of stuff that came out just from one Empire Magazine article or just the actual Empire Magazine issue, uh, but at least we got some cool Star Wars news. Kylo, get, take it away. It's time for Eric's Star Wars Report. So the upcoming Book of Boba Fett issue of Empire, which, by the way, it's on sale Thursday, 25 November, available for pre-order. They mention it every 20, <laughs> 20 lines or so in the articles, which I guess I get it. Right. They do have a lot of cool stuff. For example, John Favreau talks about sort of the whole idea behind Book of Boba Fett is it essentially like what Boba Fett's up to. And it really explores, which I feel like we've talked about this before, but essentially the the vacuum left by Jabba being gone so like the vacuum of power and Boba Fett trying to figure out, you know, he's a badass at everything he has done, except he has no idea how to run like a crime syndicate. That's not what his forte has been up to this point. So yeah, I mean that, that really makes sense. I think there's a lot of dynamic you can do with that. So that doesn't have to constantly be just face smashing and everything else. But uh, are there any, what other implications do you think that holds? Anyone? King Tom? <laughs> I think it's pretty, you know, pretty self-explanatory. I think it takes the story in an interesting direction. You know, we, there were rumors at very early on in the sequel trilogy days that we're going to, you know, they're going to deal a lot with the underworld. Um, I remember they were, they were saying, that, you know, Leia was going to be dealing with the huts and this and that um, rumors of scenes like that. And we really didn't get much of the underworld. Um, in the in the sequel trilogy or in the the Disney uh, era of Star Wars, so I think having Boba be the gateway to that is is kind of natural. And it's yeah, an and I think character growth moments too, right? And it would be, and him not being able to grasp how to control what Java was doing, because um, mm-hmm. he's he's just a heavy hand guy. It's going to be right. interesting to see how that plays out. And how he adjusts to that. So he's just not just the, the, the muscle anymore. He's got to be the brains behind things. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's going to be cool. Yeah. And, and what's cool? What, what's cool about Eric is that it gives him more depth, and that's what he's been lacking all these years: is a backstory and depth. 
and who he is. So I, I like what they're doing. Yeah, I think it's cool. I I don't know. For me right now, the the character development in these shows is what I find the most intriguing. The action's great. It, it, don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. when you have an opportunity to stretch out and do stuff like that and focus on the people problems of things, but on a in a universe or that we are all super into, that's that's cool. That's really neat. Mm-hmm. But Another thing we had is Kathleen Kennedy talking about the, well, she talked about the, hang on, let me get the quote just right. Well, the only word they really have in quotations is emotional. Oh, hey, here we go. She's talking about the reunion between McGregor and Christensen. And the, she says, quote, the thing that was most exciting was being on the set and watching the two of them get excited. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. they hadn't seen one another in a long time i was surprised at just how incredibly emotional it was for each of them to find themselves back in these roles and just realizing how important star wars was to each of them it was the beginning of their careers end quote so that's kind of wow. neat mm-hmm. yeah let's uh, find her yeah hear her talking about that i sorry i shouldn't have started giggling i'm being very immature it's like is that a lightsaber in your pocket mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh <laughs> they she also talked you about have a very thick hilt yeah oh god uh <laughs> i'm sorry i don't like i feel so out of it i was telling these guys i got my covid booster a couple days ago and i'm just i don't feel sick man it's just like everything's I don't know, foggy. So my bad. Apologies all the way around. Hey, but, no, it's okay. But uh, one of the things she talked about was the the characters of the sequel trilogy, and she says, "Here's a quote from this: Certainly, those are not characters we're going to forget. Uh, they will live on, and those are conversations that are going on with the creative team as well." So, I mean, obviously, we'd all love to see or have some form of stories that go like that show what happens with the characters from the sequel trilogy mm-hmm. or, or what happened leading up to the sequel trilogy with them, whether or not that means that the actors will come back and do those in a movie or TV show or whether it'll be something else that remains to be seen. But, you know, we talked about John Boyega saying that he would be keen to come back and so also in uh, i can't remember what publication it was the adam driver they asked him if he would be hit to to do in that and he said he's totally not against it that for him it's more about whether or not he likes the people that he's working with it's it doesn't have anything to do with the fact that it's star wars to him but just yeah exactly randy do you you think that would ever see the pre the sequel trilogies characters on their own show like a series on disney plus are we going to see a ray show ray would be the most ray and, and ray and finn obviously would be the easiest ones to do um and i know there's rumors that came out just um not, not confirmed that that um poe and finn would have a show together and that would be kind of cool but do you think we'll ever get there man yeah. i don't know that's a tough one i it would be neat but in the immediate future, I don't see it happening. And the thing is, if they want it to be any form of like prequel for the character, the longer you wait, the less feasible that becomes. Yeah, so, that's true. 
I, I really don't know. Like, I feel like with Ray, there's a chance that that could be super boring because that's one of the points that they really try to drive home in the force awakens is just the crushing loneliness of her way of life that. And so I'm like, let's stretch that out into two hours. <laughs> well, that's not going to work, but, yeah. but uh, Randy, how about a Ray current Ray? Like where we left off. I mean, I, I, as far as like the practicalities of it, yeah, it's totally possible. I think, especially as you get a few more years out and if someone hasn't done anything totally that would change their contract, like people are going to be very up for uh, coming back and having like a stable <laughs> gig, honestly. Yeah, it's different. When, the, when a trilogy is done, they're like, oh, no, I'm going to do all these movies. And when that doesn't happen, then <laughs> that's true. You know, the contracts become a lot more appealing. Um, but as far as like having a, I find it very unlikely that they're going to do a story after that doesn't have anything else to bookend it and a story that ends and then they're just going to keep on adding to the uh, canon. I I don't think they have the balls for it, honestly, right now. Right. Right. But that's a very like. You're going to have so many people looking at what you're doing and questioning every fucking movie and even more so than people already do. That's true. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. a good point because everything they're making right now, the, it, there's a path yeah, to exactly. get to. <clears throat> as long as you can, you can dream up a way to fit it in there, whether it's a big, you know, a whole circuitous thing or not, it's, it's definitely a path. So yeah, that's, that's, a good that's a good point. That's a really good point. But I make point. out of all the actors in the sequel trilogy, Adam Driver, in my opinion, was by far the best. I mean, not that the right. other actors weren't weren't good, but I think his. I don't know. He's just a different type of actor, I guess, is what I'm trying. Yeah. to Yeah. If you were doing like if they were doing a, like character deep dives, he would be the most interesting one to follow in the range of what you could potentially like find in a character, not just because the character is interesting, but because he's a, he's particularly a good actor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great yeah. point too. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right, Eric. You know, I feel like he would be the Harrison Ford in this whole thing mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. it, it, you know, just to compare careers and what he's likely to be capable of going forward. And, and you know, right now he has, he has been, yeah, because yeah. obviously everybody knows Harrison Ford was in Star Wars, but that's not the only thing people identify him no. as. I mean, for God's sake, he was the president of the United States. Fugitive. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. It's... Never forget. But seriously, you know, he's been in so many, so many great movies. But anyhow, anyhow, I do go. It'll always be Mosquito Coast for me. Anchorman 2. Yes. Electric Boogaloo. Uh, <laughs> I want to ask King Tom though one thing out of all the sequel trilogy storylines they could start a show with what would it be I think it would be Rey and the Jedi mm, Okay. or yeah, depending on whatever they do with Thrawn and the Ahsoka series um, mm. you know they're, they're, they've been building up the Chiss in this Zahn trilogy um, they could take a character like Ray and have 
her or someone kind of explore the, I don't want to say Star Trek it out, but like explore the unknown regions or these other sectors of the galaxy that really don't have contact with the, the Republic or Empire area. Yeah, that's a good point. And going back to what Randy said, they've done, they've had the balls to do that with this Thrawn trilogy is yeah. that they've started their own canon from zero pretty much. Right. Yeah, which I am really um, impressed with. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, they pretty much started a storyline and, and, and anything that comes out in movie or TV show is going to be based on what Zahn wrote in these books pretty much. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. There's very few people that have, uh, they allow the agency to do that. Yeah, exactly. But I bet you they want to let him direct the show. No. Don't let him write a fucking book, though. Like, yeah, just write your books, man. (laughs) Yeah, stick with your books. (laughs) Stick with your books. Speaking of writing a book, back to this (laughs) freaking Empire issue that's coming out. That, By the way, did I mention? Can we pre-order it anywhere? You can pre-order that thing. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, you really should. They have a special edition cover, too, I saw, by the way. Oh, I just, for the stories, I don't even look at the pictures. (laughs) I got the audio version of that magazine. It's awesome. Mark I didn't like it because you can hear the guy turning the pages and it annoyed me. Well, and the commercials <laughs> and every other side is like Gillette. Yeah. I don't want to hear your Gillette. <laughs> I get it. It's the best thing. I go to look at this article and I'm scrolling to find this quote and I hear what the ads on the pages. How Gwen Stefani looks without makeup is tough to handle. Yeah, like that didn't come. Mark is Thompson did a great job explaining that. Yeah. So that's that's awful. I'm like, dude, no doubt. Uh so oh, <laughs> fucking hell, dude. <laughs> so Randy has God. left the building. Usually that's me that does this. I'm glad I'm Zurich this time. I'm thankful for that. Sorry. 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 So so anyway, <laughs> Dave Filoni. <laughs> they asked him about something, and of course, he instantly started talking about Ahsoka. They, that's not even what they asked him about, but that's how he rolls. <laughs> how, how's your Christmas going? Oh, I love Ahsoka. I, I can't believe I'm writing his character. <laughs> but he, I shouldn't. That's mean of me to say. But, uh, you know, he talked about how like just surreal it is to be developing this thing for this character that came up all this time. He never would have imagined that it was going to turn into what it did and they like working with other creatives on it has really helped like bring it all together for him, which is cool, man, because let's, let's face it. I get, I suspect it would be very hard if you came up with a character like that. And you know how as fans, how we feel about Ahsoka to be the, the person that came up with that, it would be hard to let go. Oh yeah. You know, but yeah, I, yeah. I'm real happy for him. I, when people, and I know we've we've said similar things to this before, but when somebody is passionate about something, like genuinely passionate about it, it's interesting to hear them talk about it, even if you're not that interested in the subject matter. Mm-hmm. Right. And but because their passion behind it is part of what makes their telling of it appealing, and so well, that, the fact that he's. Yeah believes in this so hard i think is going to lend itself to it being pretty great well that's why i think 
they I hope to God they're using Zahn as a consultant if Thrawn is going to be in this thing. I hope that they're going to either give him a call and say, <laughs> hey, man, you want to come on set and help us out a little bit to, see, to get the, the feel right? I hope they do that. Did they do that in sense. Rebels, do you think? I, I hope they did. But there's some things in Rebels, and I know Sal doesn't agree with me, but there's some things in Rebels that when you read these books, it doesn't add up some of the stuff. Um, the, the way he snaps at a couple of people in Rebels, where he turns around and grabs somebody's coat and starts yelling at him, that is not how he is at all in the books. He's not portrayed like that at all. So I, I hope they use him. I hope they use him. I hope they did use him in Rebels. Um, but again, Rebels and Filoni didn't have all this backstory that they have now. So that's going to definitely help. True. That's yeah. true. But I don't know, man. I didn't, I didn't feel like there was a huge disconnect between the Thrawn I saw in that show and the Thrawn that I had read in the in the novels but yeah, it was it was about 90 percent, 90 percent right i just thought uh, you would never in the books and king tom i don't know if you you want to back me up here you net he never snaps not once yeah he's he stays all, he's, yeah he's a lot more cool and collected um yeah. i did that was the, the one thing but i think they also got a lot of other things right you do kind of Ooh. see him as a low talker um yes. when you you know they they said in 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 the in rebels that he was a big proponent of the tie defender program and then when you look at it versus the death star which is that that third thrawn book from the original group of books you know the empire could either put its money into another death star or into the death star or put its money into the tie defender program and thrawn strategically is right about that Yes. But he ends up, you know, losing that battle. So, yeah, I think they got, like you said, most of the things right, but occasionally, yeah, yeah. occasionally he flew off the handle, which didn't seem like something Book Thrawn would do. That's right, and 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 that could be Zahn's fault, really, if he didn't want to, because those like, again, those books came out afterwards. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know if he, even in the EU versions, if he was that hot headed. Yeah, yeah, a few I, I, moments. Yeah, I, I didn't read any of those, so I don't know. I'm only a canon guy. Not, not as good. Yeah, I don't believe in legends. <laughs> they believe in you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just kidding, legend fans. He's not kidding. No. Well, speaking of rebels, we have a live action Sabine cast. Yes, and I'm not familiar with this actress. Do you guys know who she is? What have you what have I, you seen her in? I have not seen her in anything at all. So when I saw her, I had to look her up. Um, and I think that's cool that they're going with somebody that's not that big and not that known. I think she has the look. Uh, I think she's a. I think she's a big Star Wars fan. Is what I've heard. I, I saw her dress up as Gene Simmons, and so that was cool. Um, <clears throat> So, yeah, I'm in, man. I think it's cool. Yeah, that's really, really neat. I mean, I mean, that's exciting. I love the character. So uh, getting this, I think it's cool. Natasha Liu um, Bordizzo? Bordizzo? I'm not sure. Anyway, regardless, that's cool. I, I think 
I like the character and the fact that you know Rebels ends the way it does, and that they're putting Sabine in in the Ahsoka show gives you an idea of where it's going to point. So that's great. Mm-hmm. And th- this show right now is going to have Sabine, Ezra, Thrawn, Ahsoka, and Anakin so far, allegedly. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. That's a nice lineup. Yeah, it is a nice lineup. I didn't think they could get any better than Ezra. Oh God, that was not love good. This. That was like I, two, that was two jokes. That that you know what? Thank you, I King love Tom. I love the booster shot, Eric. It's like mm-hmm. I love the jokes. I so love, referential. Is, uh, I got goosebumps. Well, so I'm excited. the king of New Orleans. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Two better than Ezra. <laughs> oh, wow. That was it for them, though. Yep, that was all. <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't think it. you can do any more jokes. Uh, well, um, yeah, I don't have anything else, man. I got... That's a lot. That's yeah. a lot, guys, for Star Wars. and So some ex- ex- exciting stuff here with live action stuff coming out. Book of Boba Fett's coming out December 29th, I believe. So that's uh, just coming right. up. Somebody, somebody hit us up. On YouTube, when we did our Hawkeye trailer, and said, uh, "I love the show, but this is pretty much a countdown to Book of Boba Fett." <laughs> well, the, the good news is, is that I'll have plenty of time to watch the episode over and over because the bar that I'm playing at on New Year's Eve posted a thing talking about, "Hey, New Year's Eve, all here's what we're doing," and it turns out why. That's not the name of my band in that Facebook post. That's some other band. So here I am six weeks out from one of the biggest paying nights of bar band (laughs) here. And it looks like I've got some free time on my hands coming up. Oh, that's that's shitty. Now, here's what's funny. The name of the band that is playing that night is called Burning Bridges. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say better than Ezra. Oh, my God, dude. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I hate it, yeah. dude. I loved better than Ezra mm-hmm. at the time. You were the one. I, 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 I liked, there were two of us, Eric. Two of us. Yeah. No. I don't think I minded. I don't. I didn't mind them. I didn't dislike them. They they, they, were, they good. were good at what they did. I liked their songs. That that mm-hmm. first record was great. They also had an entry on um, uh, Schoolhouse Rocks Rocks. Oh, okay. Hmm. That was really good. They did Conjunction Junction. Oh, it's hmm. a great jam. Yeah. Well, anyway. I appreciate I appreciate the Star Wars news, buddy. Yeah, man. Uh, Boo, do you have any gobble gobble giblets and giblets? It- <laughs> Wow. You know, oh, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, yeah. What's sure. in your giblets? Yeah. What's what's in my giblets? Yeah. Good Lord. Uh, well, to start off my giblets, um, I think a, a, a franchise that we all love, uh, Netflix is, de- is developing a Power Rangers cinematic universe. Fuck the Power with, Rangers. With, yeah. <laughs> Something you said we all love. I was expecting something a little bit different. Fuck <laughs> the Power Rangers. Like Voltron. Power Rangers are almost right there with GoBots, dude. Oh, don't you fuck, dare. Fuck their fucking biting Voltron ass. How dare you, man. Fuck them. Power when my Rangers friends so and I, we were all into sport bikes. We all would wear racing leathers when we were out 
you know, out tearing up the twisty roads and stuff. And you'd roll into town. And I remember all of our friends teasing us that we look like the Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> They're just haters. Yep. Sorry, but go ahead. No, 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 you're good. So yeah, they're, it's a they're gonna cinematic universe with multiple series and movies. So wow, that should be exciting. We still don't have a live action Voltron movie. Who is that owned by? Vol- Power Voltron Rangers? or or uh, Power Rangers? I'm, Power I'm Rangers. Just curious what kind of agreement is it? Still like Saban? I think I so. Think it's still, I think it's Saban still or Saban. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but but I I think they had like a. Because they're making their own stuff, or they were, they had like a partnership with Universal or something. I'm not. But sure. then that means they have a partnership exclusively with Netflix. Then. Yeah, yeah I was curious who has who made okay. the partnership. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's an interesting choice. Yeah, really. Um, what is right. it? Uh, just just brought up Universal out of nowhere because uh, Jurassic World Domination, the next oh. uh, movie in the franchise, yeah. they actually did something pretty cool. It's not not super rare. But uh, they did a the prologue. They put it out on YouTube and on their website and stuff like that. Yes. It's the first like five minutes. It looks amazing. Looks amazing. The CGI looks incredible. I just brought this up because it looks good. And I'm getting sick and tired of these featurettes for every single movie and every single thing that comes mm-hmm. out. I prefer give me give me the first five minutes or give me like a two minute clip or something like that. These, these featurettes are getting, it's a, it, it's like the teaser before the teaser kind of yeah, thing. Well, that's, the, that's the trailer for the trailer. Yeah. I'm getting sick of that <laughs> shit too. It's just, I don't know. So yeah. But, so uh, see, seeing like the first five minutes of, of uh Jurassic world domination. I'm like, that's exactly what I want to see it. You know, it, they, they might not have a trailer all cut up but, together, but they got this and it looks amazing. But boo, you're going to be very disappointed. This is not the first five minutes. This is an actual featurette. This was eh. this was put this this was put out during the Fast Nine IMAX was uh, it? showings. Wonderful. This will not be in the movie. I looked it up. That's one hell of a flex, though. It's 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 it was really cool. I prefer this over. I prefer this over actors talking or director input or something like that because yeah because this is this is what you want to see just like holy yeah. shit i'm it was really cool. sold already you're sold now so so the movie starts exactly right after this thing ends allegedly ah, okay. and there's a george lucas tribute in this if you didn't see it in the drive-in when the t-rex is about to eat some little kids when he's when the t-rex rolls away you look and see what is showing in the drive-in it's american graffiti and flash gordon and oh, American yeah, Graffiti, obviously, George though. Lucas directed, and Flash Gordon is one of the biggest influences in George Lucas' yeah. life. So Trevor O. Board, yeah. Trevor o put that in there for good old Uncle George. Good old Uncle George. Just, just wait for that graffiti that says, fuck J.J. Abrams. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's next. That's next. Remember that time they put the message from the Emperor in Fortnite? <laughs> I think that was a pretty good promotional idea for a movie. Oh, I remember when Fortnite had something come down, like the whole Millennium Falcon or some crazy shit come down. It was awful. But like they literally put like the Emperor's message, the whole like beginning of. The oh, did Star they? Yeah, yeah. But it was yeah, like I a week know. after the movie came out or something. It wasn't before, yeah. was it? I think it was, but they just didn't promote it at all. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the whole message the Emperor had that, like the whole, uh, I guess Republic heard was or New Republic was on that stupid game such a weird like uh if you like in the terms of like a featurette that's like fucking 
it, you just don't understand the marketing angle. That's what that fucking reminds me of. But that movie was fantastic. Okay, so the private chat is going off. Private chat alert. Private chat alert. Um, El Ombre, can you please? There's there's some shit just went down in Oregon. Can you, can you let people know? Yeah, I saw I saw this thing that after uh, like three straight years of bad Fuck crops, that, uh, the whole bunch of farmers have like quit farming and become fairly successful DJs. This is the thing that John Cougar Mellencamp started, right? Yeah, exactly. Is, yeah, okay. Well, and the reason it's been working out for him is because they had this huge stockpile of sick beats. <laughs> oh, Dude, I had to look up where beets are grown to make that joke. <laughs> you did research. Been sitting on sick beats, making you laugh the whole time. You had to do research to deliver it. I'm like, Oregon. No, so I'm like, where are beets grown in the U.S.? I'm like, well, Idaho and then Oregon. Well, Idaho, everybody's going to assume potatoes. That's not going to work out. They're not grown on shrewd farms? Oh, <laughs> shit. It could, could be. That's, that would have made a good joke, too. Well Dwight done. Schrute becomes well done. Dwight Schrute reference. I used to have this awesome shirt that said, uh, it was black, and it said, I dropped mad beets, and it was just angry beets falling. <laughs> I can't fucking find it anywhere. I fucking love, I that, love shirt. that shirt. That sounds great. I had a shirt that said, uh, I lost my wiener and I had, or has anybody seen my wiener? I had a wiener dog on it. <laughs> Was it also Terry cloth? I, no, but let me tell you, I did wear in Cancun the same year I wore that shirt. That was, <laughs> that my, was a that fucking was wild Saturday. year to meet a Raj. That was a Saturday night shirt. Terry cloth shirt was Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude. <laughs> Sick Jurassic beats, Park. though. Jurassic Park. I'm sorry, Boo. I was in my, I was in the kitchen. My wife got this little ladder out to get up. She's kind of short. She has to get something off the top of the refrigerator. <laughs> she said, that's my step ladder. I never knew my real ladder. <laughs> You've been like storing oh. these. <laughs> these are the ones that a rush wouldn't take. <laughs> oh, <God>. The rejects. <laughs> no, I would have took these dude, for sure. The B sides. <laughs> oh, this is like the radio. Like we talked about, this is like the Radiohead B sides, where they're really A sides. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead, Boo. Go ahead. Boo. Oh no, 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 no. You're good. There's, there's always room for uh, for for sick beats. Um. Uh, what is it? Ridley Scott says that there's a 10 episode Blade Runner series in development. What? Yeah, that was on the that was on the BBC. I heard uh, I heard he's been bitching about fucking franchises again. The, yeah, he, he he complained that the last duel bombed because of millennials. It, yeah. it, I, I had his quote, but it's just it's just him bitching. That that millennials can't put their cell phones down or something. I I right. don't know. I actually wanted to see the last duel. <laughs> I did too. I so, think it yeah. bombed because of uh, Ben Affleck's haircut in the preview. Yeah, they yeah. said Ben Affleck's he's, in it, and you you don't see him. You only see him for a split second. I'm like, well, yeah, and he's got a bowl cut. Like it's, it was awful. It's blonde hair, bold cut. Yeah, he, 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 he looks like Friar Tuck. Yeah. Supposedly in this interview, he talked about like a lot of other things, and they said, you know, he's still directing, and he's like late seventies or eighties. And he, he gets through the day by taking a lot of naps in his little area, and it's called Ridley's Cot. 
<laughs> I think that's actually in the interview. That is, I mean, you got, did you just make that up? No, Man. no, I saw that. I saw that oh, okay. somewhere. Somewhere okay. that makes it even funnier. Okay, okay, that makes it even better. Okay. Uh, fucking, uh, fucking pandemic of dad jokes here. <laughs> Everyone's just <laughs> shocked. Oh, that's I'm a... sitting this one out, y'all. I'm just sitting back. <laughs> I know. Let's let's just sitting back. Is is that all your giblets, I, dude? I I have I have I have one more one more thing in my giblets. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Hawkeye, which just came out today on Disney Plus. We're gonna talk about it yeah. later. Um, yes. Just a little information. Uh, Hawkeye takes place two years after Endgame, um, so it's only it's only been a couple years. And uh, uh, this is a little kind of like. Not synopsis, but a little bit more information on it. Uh, Clint's uh, someone that hasn't <laughs> haven't gotten to spend a lot of time, obviously, over the course of the films. You know, we haven't seen him too much. Not much going on with him. We're right. two years after the events of Endgame, and we get to see what he's been doing and dealing with his past. So, of course, we see that he's he spent the five years between uh, Infinity War and Endgame uh, working, essentially. So, yeah. So, so, so we'll see how that affects. Him and his future, and so, his yeah. death. What? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks, buddy. Thanks for giving us all of that down your our our gullets. Oh, absolutely. With a ton Gobble. of gravy. Gobble. Oh, yeah. Gravy down our gullets. My gravy. All right, now it, it, it's time. <laughs> Speaking of gullets and gravy, now it's time. <laughs> What did you say? <laughs> I said my gravy. Oh. Because it's my boobits. Great. Oh. Oh. That gave me back pain. <laughs> I, just, I, I, took, I took a deep breath and I got a back pain. In that me. caused you pain? All the other jokes oh. that you said haven't caused you pain? Are you kidding me? Mm. <laughs> my jokes that I say are kind of like when you take a shit and you can deal with your own shit smell. You're like, <laughs> all right. But then if you walk in, you don't your own brand. Smell, yeah, you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to throw up. But you know, yours is just as bad. That's how my dad jokes are to me. Um, I think it's time for a game. I love oh, games, as Lord, you guys no. know. Oh, God, no. oh man, he's always looking for games. I'm always looking for games. And King Tom has a game in store. Oh boy, here we this go. This is just uh this is another installment of the GoBot suck, basically. Uh I was talking <laughs> to Raj about this because the GoBots aren't just like the lamest ass toys ever. They put like no thought into to giving these characters backgrounds or names at all. And I was trying to think of like some way to say, okay, my kids made up a bunch of names that are better than the GoBots, or I got drunk off my ass and wrote a bunch of random shit down and it's better than GoBot's names. But I couldn't come up with anything that was as believable a bad name as some of the GoBots. So I really can't make like a game of, oh, guess which one King Tom thought up drunk and which one is a GoBot name. So I'm just going to to to, to give you a category and say blank or GoBot. So for example, piece of silverware or name <laughs> of a GoBot. Spoons. <laughs> There was a GoBot named Spoons. Yes. I believe that. Yeah. GoBot GoBot Spoons was a forklift. Yes. Okay. Um, Mega Man villain or GoBot? Bubble Bubble Man. 
Now, that's oh. making me feeling. I'd say both. It was both. Both. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, come on, okay. boo. Transformers, you had tanks, cars, planes. Uh, Bubble Man, you know those bubble pipes you put like the little soap into and you're a kid and you blow and bubbles come out? Oh, that, no. That, that was bu- Bubble Man was a transformable bubble pipe because. They called him Bubble Man? They called him Bubble Man because that's oh, how you man. fight killer robots from outer space with soap bubbles. <laughs> Bubble man. Okay. Uh, hey, are great. Pervert riding around in a sport utility vehicle or GoBot. Jeeper creeper. Ah, it, it, both. Both. Yeah. <laughs> in case you haven't figured out, the answer to these are they, all both. They had a movie <laughs> named after him actually too. So really, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeeper yeah. creeper. Jeeper. Yep. Okay. Well, he's on another uh, level. Yeah, a little bit. Just yeah. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Okay, a thing a dude wears to his own wedding or GoBot. Tux. There is an evil GoBot named yes. Tux who was a Rolls Royce and he had a top yes. hat. Yes. 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 Putting on the Ritz. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, 80s rock band or GoBot. Night Ranger. Fancy motorcycle. All right. Now, I, I think that's, that's not too bad of a name for a, a badass toy. Yeah, but it was after the band came out, and it was like a little motorcycle, and it had Night Ranger like emblazoned on the the front part. That's right. Yeah. And all he said oh. was Motorin. Willie at the same time. I was trying to get to that joke. Uh, sorry, we're on the same wavelength. Uh, evil German wrestler who turned good or Gobot, Baron von Joy. <laughs> he was a Porsche. Named named him Baron von Joy. Of course. So it's both? Wow. Yes. Oh, Very interesting God. sensibility. Aaron Von Joy. Aaron Von Joy. Okay, this is this is the final one, and it's a special one because bed date advice or a pair of GoBots? Pumper and dumper. Pumper <laughs> <laughs> was a fire engine and dumper was and a dumper was a dump truck. Yeah. Yeah, I remember dumper. I so didn't know I, pumper. I could not come up. You know, I could not get kid. drunk. I could not ask my kids for any names as bad as these characters. Yeah, so that is you awful. Thank there you, you Tom. Th- that, that's just... this week. This week in the GoBots. <laughs> this week in <laughs> fuck the GoBots. <laughs> wow, King Tom, that was huge. Thank you. That was uh, just, just because you love games, buddy. That's it. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm so thankful for these games. Thanks. Give thanks. All right, guys. I think it it probably is time to wrap it up, but we're not going to. Uh, We are going to talk about Hawkeye. Episodes one and two came out. Eric hasn't seen it, so we're not going to spoil it. But there's not much to really spoil. Uh, Randy, did you get a chance to watch these? Uh, I watched the first episode. Okay. Okay. Um, So I'll give my take on it real quick. Um, I thought it was cool and it was refreshing to see a Marvel show that was a little bit more family based and it didn't have all these crazy Easter eggs or Oh shit moments. The first episode, the beginning was pretty damn cool to see what we saw in that perspective. Uh, that was really cool to see. Um, but other than that, I love the character development. I love Kate Bishop. I think she's rad. Haley Steinfield or sign. What's her last name? You guys know? I think it's Stenfield. Stenfield. She was great in Bumblebee. 
and she's just brought the same kind of energy, same kind of sarcasm into this, and I think she's phenomenal. And one thing I really like is they're giving Jeremy Renner a chance to shine comedically, especially in the second episode. Uh, he's awesome. I love him. He's a great actor, and like Boo was saying, we don't get to really see him uh, you know, put out his chops and like uh, perform as well as he can. By the way, I heard that his show on Paramount, Paramount Plus, mayor of uh, whatever town it is, is phenomenal. Is really good. So I don't know what it's called, uh, but Paramount Plus has a show that everybody's been watching recently. Um, so, but I really like this thing. I can't wait to see the rest of the episodes. Uh, both episodes were great. Was I did was surprised that they were fifty two minutes long. I didn't think there was going to be that way, but we're only getting oh. six episodes, so um, I get it. Uh, so that's yeah, that's definitely my take. And lastly, I think it's really cool that Marvel. I think this is what they're doing. And Kevin Feige, our buddy, they're going to use these characters into the next wave of films, which they made a mistake and didn't do on the first wave of, of shows from Netflix. I think we're yep. going to see them. So that's that's really cool. So that's my take. So go ahead. Keep Tom. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Um, it was nice how they took, like you were saying, a character who's kind of second tier Avenger and and made him entertaining. But it's I think it's also good of him as, as an actor to kind of set up the next generation because, like you said, you could definitely see her being an Avenger. Uh, the story is is interesting. I I understand most of it's taken from uh, the famous comic run uh i have not read it so it's it's kind of all new to me and i like that um i do like and i don't think this is getting into spoilers i like how like it's he's not trying to to fool his family like yeah they know yeah. what's going on yeah, um, i love that yeah and 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 i'm waiting for like in the last episode the bad guy's accent to be revealed as fake or something because it's just oh. Yeah. Where do we know that guy? I was asking I don't know. Last, last night. He looks so familiar. He does. Who? Where have we seen that guy? Well, you know, funny enough, uh, what is it? Uh, I, uh, I've been watching Narcos on Netflix, and I thought he was like Pablo's uh, cousin, Gustavo. That's the oh, first no, thing that I no. thought. I, I doubt it. I haven't looked into it or anything, but I, I was like, holy shit, is that him? Because it was, it was funny. I was like, you know, that's on the tip of my tongue because I just started rewatching. That's what I show. thought, actually. I thought I saw him there too. Really? Yeah. So I'm not yeah. 100% sure, but it might be. It might be. I haven't done any, any research. I just, that was one thing I noticed today when I was watching the episodes. I was like, oh, shit. But yeah, I did feel like, and then also, uh, I guess not not to spoil it, but the the, the guy with the, uh, with the monogram butterscotch, he's yeah. the bad guy from Ace Ventura. Um, what was it? It, was it the first one or when nature calls? I can't remember. The one, the, the one that I think they're when nature calls. Yeah, yeah the nature calls. They're in the jungle. Yeah. He's the guy who runs like the, the constant. Armand number like one. Yeah, Armand number yeah, three. Yeah, no, he's the third. Yeah. Oh, number three. Yeah, oh, yeah right. I saw him and I was like, "Holy shit, that's the bad guy from Ace Ventura." <laughs> right. Those, yeah, those that's where I recognize him. Actor callbacks that I got. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what would you think about the show? Boo? Oh, I thought it was great. I, I what is it? Um, it is funny. It's naturally funny, which is mm -hmm. good because you see that Jeremy Renner, you know, Clint Barton, 
wants nothing to do with this. He's like, I don't want. <laughs> yeah, and he like, this fuck. He even says just, fucking shit a couple. He says shit a couple times. Yeah, he's like, shit. And then something happens. He's like Jesus. He's like, yeah. So yeah, and, and the it's it's naturally funny. Uh, uh, what's it? Uh, Haley Steinfeld stud whatever last name is. Sorry, we're ruining it. But uh, she's she's really good. Um, I wish the action was a little bit more crisp. It seems like the choreography is a little, I think, a, a little shaky. I don't know if they're doing it on purpose and kind yeah, of like I think some they of the, are. Some of the in action the f- sounds are a little. And the first episode, much. all the action stuff happened in the dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's why. Yeah, yeah, maybe, and, and, yeah, and then you hear a, a little bit too much crunching, a little too much thudding, kind of thing, and I'm just like, mm. I don't know, I don't know. Come on, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I love them. I'm, yeah, I've been saying okay. bro all night. I'll be like, "Come on, bro, let's go." Hey, bro, bro. come on, hey, bro. bro. <laughs> well, like well, seven Ra- R's in there. Yeah, Randy, who I'm gonna we're gonna go last because he's actually read the the, the books. Um, so I want to get his take, but I think he was telling me that they do that in the books as well, which oh, is which is super cool. Oh yeah, yeah, no, it was really uh, yeah, we'll come back to it, but yeah, even like their business has the word bro in it. <laughs> that's awesome yeah. so you like so you're you're all about it uh boo you enjoyed it oh absolutely absolutely a, a lot more than i thought i would yeah I I, and, I would. so and yeah. i think a lot of people are gonna say that um i i definitely like to feel uh less how about you yeah absolutely loved it uh i like the uh setting christmas time uh i like that we're getting this uh rehabilitated uh, he's coming from a dark place, you know, and he's trying to build himself up. And right. he's like, you guys said, he's open with his family. It's like, yeah, we know you're Hawkeye. We know that, you know, at any moment you may be pulled back into action. Uh, you know, let's let's just try to make this work. Because even with the kids, you can kind of tell they're like, it's never going away. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's one of those things that's never going to leave him. He's always going to be Hawkeye. And at some point, uh, he'll be pulled in. I liked... And I don't, I, I'll be honest, I know absolutely nothing about Kate Bishop. I do know she's the current Hawkeye, if I'm not mistaken. I could be completely wrong. But uh, for the live action to get, for them to utilize, and and for, I think I need people to try to accept that. The Battle of New York is the basic uh, birth, the ground zero, big bang for the MCU. Mm-hmm. So many other things are going to call back to that. We're not done. Like far, uh, Spider-Man, the, the uh, Spider-Man uh, Homecoming, Battle of New York, the aftermath. That had a lot to do with what was going on in the movie. Uh, it's going to just keep going back to that. And I liked that that was the origin of Kate Bishop and that her, her the person she saw pulling off heroism is... Jeremy is Hawkeye instead of all the other stuff going on, all that craziness that's happening in battle of New York. She's standing there watching him do his thing by himself against like a small squad. And I'm like, you know what? That's pretty cool. That gives him his own spotlight. It's, it's a lot better than doing this in a movie. Mm. Give us, you know, six episodes and mm. also for him to try to work to do, to rehabilitate and fix what was either, just to fix what he did, he has to re- he has to redeem himself. He has to own to that as another personality. He has to own that. So and I like what he that did that's as, what, he's... what he did as Ronan. 
Yeah, I'm just trying not to spoil yeah. it for Eric. I'm trying well, to Eric, Eric, Eric knows Eric knows what he did as Ronin. Uh, okay, you know. so the idea is like you know he's just trying to, you know he put it away, but someone brought it out, so now he's got to figure out a way to shut that thing down right. and clean that part right. up and tie that loose end up in his life, so he can just get back to being a family man and mm-hmm. you know enjoy you know his his time with his family and I like it. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Um, now, Randy, you read the books? Um, how close I haven't read was the entire to- Matt Fra- Fraction run, but um, right. It's it's like they're cherry picking like the good elements of um, the Matt Fraction run and tying it into MCU events, like mm. the uh, like the dog, for example. Actually, uh, Hawkeye or Clint actually adopts the dog, and they're changing okay. it around to have uh, the girl adopt the dog. Gotcha. But like everything from the uh, the the style of the show, like from like the uh, after effects they use for the fucking, because that's all taken from the book. The oh, tone, cool. the humor, that's all taken from the book. And What's-His-Face is naturally a good um, comedic actor, especially when he's playing off of someone as well as Renner? that chick. Who's Kate. Yeah, Renner uh, yeah. plays well off of the uh, Kate Bishop character. And I like the person who's playing Kate Bishop as well. Yeah, she's great. A really good uh, show. That I'm glad they have the dog in the show. One of the yeah, best. A lot, of people, a lot of people are stoked about that dog. One of the best issues of the uh, Hawkeye run is an entire issue where it takes place from the point of view of the dog. And uh, you can't, he can't understand what anyone's saying, but it, it gives you like his perception of him and Clint and Kate talking to each other and what he's perceiving. And I'm wondering, since they did go so heavy with the bro thing, if they're going to actually do that episode in, or that issue in some context. <laughs> <laughs> Again, guys, the private chat is going off. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. <sighs> Go ahead, Eric. You have to tell that one. <laughs> uh, it's funnier when you can see the whole chat and everybody's it is like, "Funnier when yeah, you right." Yeah. Scroll down. I don't know why they even why. He even believed you. <laughs> I came in. There was, and I said, there was a lot of me that didn't believe him. But. <laughs> I forgot to tell you guys. I did, I, I did get some bad news today. And then when I started getting grief, I said, how dare you just to throw him off the trail? And I said, one of my oh, best friends, who's also my grief counselor, died. He's so good at his job. I don't even care. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you get? Did you make that up? <laughs> oh, I wish no, you did. No, I had to doctor it up a little bit to make it work out, but no, I didn't make it up. <laughs> Gosh. There's, there's this whole other podcast that's happening where Eric tries to <laughs> make the chat as entertaining as possible. I'm trying to drop it's a social into- experiment. I'm trying to drop it when somebody's when somebody's uh, like really in the middle of saying. I know. I noticed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, Randy, you liked it, and so for for you who have read some of it, um, still still a fan of episode one. Yeah, uh, I, you can tell it's going to be a good show, and there's something yeah. about it's cool seeing uh, Marvel shows that don't have uh, a ton of action that yeah. actually do. I I prefer mm-hmm. it on the TV shows when they kind of just examine the characters. 
Yeah, me too. Me too. And that's why I said mm-hmm. it's, it's also refreshing. It's, it seems like it kind of like uh, Les was saying, like a home alone feel. I was saying die hard feel uh, because of Christmas time, New York City. Uh, and you think and, die hard's a Christmas movie? I uh, no, I just think that it's uh, during Christmas time. I don't think die hard's a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. Good no, no, no. Yes. No. Yes. No, 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 no. Yes. Why is it a Christmas? Why is it a Christmas movie? Because it's during Christmas. It's set during Christmas. This so anything Christmas that happens show. in December is a Christmas movie. Uh, yes. That's bullshit, and you know it. <laughs> it. It is truth. Whatever happens in December is a Christmas movie. Yes. No. We're not eating the gravy you're serving here, boo. <laughs> no, that's for Thanksgiving. Christmas has a different gravy. <laughs> All right, but hey, that's between you and you. Yeah. Okay. So you liked it. Everybody liked it. Can't wait for uh, Eric to watch it so we can get his take on it. Um, this, this is crazy about the dog, the pizza dog, because Eric read a book about an immortal dog. It, he, was it really good, Eric? Oh, man, it was impossible to put down. <laughs> nice setup, Araj. You got to give me credit on that one. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. I, if you guys notice... I stopped with the Thanksgiving jokes. I just stopped cold turkey. <laughs> he doesn't even need to research. So that's just uh, natural. I just came right here. It's right here. Guys, well, that's our Hawkeye. You can see Eric's face right now and the lack of enthusiasm. <laughs> but he's putting out bangers, dude. No, he's putting out bangers. But when you showed him your natural gift, not even impressed a little bit. <laughs> Oh, well, no, of course. It's your Again, dark it's gift. Like, I call it your dark like, gift. But I will say, Eric has been putting out some sick beats today. Guys, I think that's it. I think, you know, it's Thanksgiving. You're going to be thankful that we're cutting this episode short because we got nothing left in the tank here. Do we want to shit on the GoBots again? Because I'll do that for the next hour if you want. No. Les, what was that show that I need to watch on Netflix, the anime? Uh, Arcane. Thank you. Oh, I saw those billboards of, you, of that good. all weekend. What is that For about? Those of you that have any uh, background in League of Legends, apparently this is a prequel to based on the characters in the game. I've never played League of Legends. I've heard it's humongous, though. It's like got a major following uh, up there with like World of Warcraft and, you know, various other awesome fads. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah. It's a pretty cool show. Are you calling War Warcraft a fad for the people that are in? I don't know. It's a movement. You guys know how it is. I get it, man. Don't don't trample me with spectral bears. Triple. Hey, hey, less, less, less. What were we talking about? Damage. What were we talking about before we even recorded? I said hold off because I want Randy's insight on it. Resident Evil, the movie. Yeah. And then we talked about if Boo's going to go see it, and he said hell no. But. Totally we were talking about how scary Resident Evil games the were game back is, in the day. Yes, yeah, the game is. But yeah, before we get to that point, Arcane is a very solid show for those of you that <laughs> need something to watch this Thanksgiving weekend. But yeah, the Resident Evil movies aren't scary, but the games are. They got some moments if you play. Them. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I used to play those games. Some those moments, games. yeah. Which one in particular? Worst. I gave up on Resident Evil Four after ten minutes when my head, really? my when Leon's head got wiped off with a chainsaw. Yes, oh, by the I way. remember that one. I had yeah. nowhere to go, so I'm running, and all of a sudden, I'm like, "What do I do?" And I was like, Bruh! "And I'm like, ah, I'm done. I, I, there's no way. There's absolutely the first, no way, man." First time, every time I think about that game, the first time we played it, we were all high off our asses, and uh, you know how it's uh, like everyone speaks Spanish. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So I'm I'm playing the game, and the whole time Jason 
is pretending to be the interpreter for all the uh, <laughs> zombies. <laughs> so it usually ends up being a joke how they, they need help or they're, they're not crazy. They just need help. Something like Aww, that. Just, just go course. talk yeah. to him. Just go talk to him. Yeah, right. yeah. We didn't have an interpreter, so and yeah. They cut your fucking head off. Really funny. The worst was the sound effects when the the zombies got like the crunching noises. Yeah, oh, that was the worst. I, I, I mean, what the, scared me? The spider. Remember the giant spider in one of those? Oh, yeah, it was, was like a giant one? tarantula. Yeah, yeah. That's the one the like shit inside out of like the attic. Yeah. Right. And did you say that Randy that this this the newest one? There was that. Evil chick that scared the shit out of you. Oh yeah, Eric can attest to that. He played that part. Yeah, he played it. Yeah, with the uh, dolls Ugh. in the embryo, the fetus with that big giant. <laughs> Debbie, that's yeah. so scary, dude. Oh, Ugh. it was no. most unpleasant. Like I can handle the uh, like in your face, like quintessential horror. But when it's like that psychological horror, uh, that stuff starts really like fucking with me. <laughs> like that's unnerving right it's so fucking oof. And, and you're like the way you know it's a, it's a game and it's you're running down the hallway trying to get away and you can't look over your shoulder when you do it yeah. and it's just very it's just not cool and the whole time it's like Ooh. giggling and cooing yeah I managed to forget about that yeah, uh, yeah I, I had put it away until he fucking brought it back up that's a Sorry, very dark gift. The dark gift. <laughs> um, uh, Resident Evil One. Like before, I knew what that game was, and uh, I played it on the PlayStation. The dog jumps out the window. That yes, oh, out the yes. window into the hall. That fucking yes, scared that scared the shit out of me. Oh my god, you! I remember that. Like you didn't even <sighs> like consider that that was like even a possibility. No. Hmm. Because the way they even and then it happens in Resident Evil Two with the uh, Venom style, the li the liquor. Oh yeah. When you walk into the police station, uh, I used to navigate for my buddy. I used to read the guidebook for him and say, "Hey, it says take a shotgun just in case." And he's like, "For what?" And I'm all just, "It says just take a shotgun." And he walks <laughs> in and he walks in, he walks the character to the room and then poof through the interrogation mirror, just this giant liquor yeah, jumps. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "Ah." Uh, Blaster. Dude, have, have um any of you checked out the Resident Evil 2 remake? The game? No. Yeah. No. They did a fantastic remake of the second game about two years ago, and it's fucking scary as hell. Oh. Um, the reason I bring it up though is there's a guy right now who's doing a mod for it that brings the whole game into VR. Oh it, like I don't think I'll no. ever play nope. it. Nope. Just because I'm such a pussy when it comes to that stuff. But it looks so good. Like the guy did such a great job. It looks better than like most VR games. Oh my god! Like the level of detail. Yeah, that, no, I would love to see Boo in that thing. I, I would I'd, document I'd anyone. I, I would definitely I pay Boo to see it. Never, never gonna happen. I'd, I'd I think I think crying. we have to do. I think we have to do a, <laughs> a local a local day where I bring by the computer and we just we put that game on. We take turns. I'm down. Let's do it. I Boo, you down? Thank God I moved. <laughs> <laughs> Boo, drive down one day. No. Not dog. I still think D. You, know we're, we're you have a, a section called Boo Bits. You have time. 
Don't <laughs> fucking lie to me. I'm, 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 I'm doing research on my next Nabu. I, I, I can't. <laughs> oh, you're going yeah. to Collider. Okay. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And that whatever, sounds more scary. Than whatever shitty websites I got. Yeah. Mm-mm. All right, guys. I think we're going to wrap it up. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone who has listened. Thank you for your support. We really appreciate it. And if you're still listening to this episode, we thank you even more. Uh, but uh, to all <laughs> of you guys, uh, happy Thanksgiving, you guys. Uh, I just saw and, it. Uh, yeah, Eric, you're you an agent of chaos, good. dude. You are just. Oh, we got another one. Back, we got another one before we go. Just we go. like the giggling <laughs> as you put these things in the chat. It just sit back and just. Oh man, Eric, Eric! Before we go, you were having don't, some. Don't try head. to set it up. Just read it. No, this is this the equivalent of every if all of us having a sleepover and someone keeps farting silent but deadly. <laughs> <laughs> it just sits back, waiting for the first hit, and then that person that laughs the loudest, you know, they did it. You just know, like, that's, that's <laughs> it, dude. like why is Eric grinning? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, what the hell did you smell that shit? Oh. <laughs> I had an appointment to see my psychic next week, oh. but she just called to cancel. She said I won't be able to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. It's so dumb. <laughs> like, I feel like that's like on the underside of a Snapple top or something. <laughs> yeah, that's like <laughs> that one isn't so dad joke. Oh, no. No, no. That was like inside of a fruit roll up. Oh, it's on like a popsicle stick? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I think I was looking for. <laughs> I saw one that was something along the lines. If I told my my son that he had been adopted, he said, "Well, I want to meet my biological parents." He's like, "Oh, we are your biological parents. Your new ones are going to pick you up in 20." Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 Big shout out to all the adopted people out there. Yeah, <laughs> yes, we love you. We love you. All right, guys. Where Eric? Where can people hear your comedy? I don't know. I'm just you don't want to, man. Seriously, but you know what you could do? You could get on uh, the Xbox Store and pick up Red Dead uh, Redemption Two. The Ultimate Edition edition is on sale for thirty dollars right now. You could get that, oh. and then we could be riding horses across the plains shooting fools. All you got to do is call me. But uh, if you're not going to do that, then just check out my other podcast, uh, The Bad Motivators, where this recent episode was the Thanksgiving episode to end Thanksgiving episodes. Oh, that's really good. So great. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, Dallas Who? couldn't make it. Oh, Dallas. <laughs> 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 Boo, where can people find you and your gizzards and bits and your giblets? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sith List Boo. <laughs> Randy almost threw up in his mouth. I saw him. Les, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter if you're looking at Les is More 78. And you can also find me here on this awesome podcast. And then uh, <laughs> I can't look at every time I look at the group chat. I'm sorry. I'm just getting thrown off. This is great, man. Uh, and you can also find me on our Sith List YouTube channel trying to hold it in and have some awesome reactions for everybody. King Tom Chansky, king of all pods. Where can people find you? You can find me giving directions to the free Grand Funk Railroad concert on Twitter at Tom Chansky and then Patreon shows for Blue Harvest, Steel Wars, and the Bad Motivators. 
Nice. Randy? You can find me here being subjected to your guys' horrible jokes every fucking... (laughs) I don't know. When do you put this up? Thursday? Yeah, tomorrow morning. Thursday, yes. Yes. Oh, you guys do have an intro. Randy, is it time to have you in there? I want to know what clip you want to have your... I will be in there if you trim that intro down by like a minute. That's only a minute long. Yeah, it's too long. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Just press the skip intro button. Guys, you can find me at The Sith List. And also on YouTube, watching Hawkeye with my great, great best friend, Mr. Les Gonzalez. There's a lot of things to react to, like um, bows and arrows. But you can catch us all here next week on episode number 278 of the sit list if i were to say to you can you keep a secret would you know just what to do or where to keep it then i say i love you foul a situation hey girl i thought we were the right combination who broke my heart you did you did oh to the target blame you 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 think you're smart I said I wasn't going to show up till Eric got on. Um, all right, here we go. My wife's boyfriend used to always say. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was slow on the draw. Uh... <laughs>
Oh, crying out loud. It's going to be one of those. Good. I know, right? Yeah, shit. I've, yeah. I've, what I the it. hell? I shouldn't have Let me open that. this so I don't <laughs> Yes, you should have. <laughs>